Cheers. Welcome to episode 29 of Two Bottles In. Episode 29 and the year is 2020. Woohoo! Happy New Year, Pippi! Happy New Year! We can still say that, can't we? Yeah, we're still in January. We're still there. We can yeah, still Yeah, so, <laughs> Happy New Year, dear listeners. Hope you all had a wonderful festive season. Yes. And are settling into the new year, as well as can be expected. And how many of you are still, still working on those resolutions? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mine, mine, I collapsed at the first hurdle, really. <laughs> I was not very good. What were your... Did you did you mean? Uh, mine were, like, in January to sort of um, completely gut the house, declutter, tidy up, sort out, you know, get everything out to the charity shop. So I had a fresh start for the new year. Right. Look behind you. You do have... Um, yes, a load of crap in my kitchen. A new baby to look after as well. Oh, yeah, her. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that might... that too? That might, you know... Delay things slightly, but oh, you do have a lot of oh. I know that's all got to go to the charity shop. I haven't and all this and oh, anyway. Gosh, <sighs> I didn't make any. I don't think. Have more fun. Be more fabulous. And so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing dry January. Oh God, fuck that, Jesus. <laughs> I did that once, never again. Didn't I do it on the podcast? I did it when we were recording, didn't I? Maybe. Oh, very silly. Awful. Not doing that again. We're not doing that. Nope. Uh. Nope. Nope. Um, But what did you? uh, Well, first of all, what are we drinking this evening? Oh, that's a good question, Philip. Well, this evening, funny enough, it's prosecco. We. We. And uh, we have a classic, um, traditional prosecco. And again, we're going to have a go with the Italian Ooh. San Vito Prosecco. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can't say anything else in Italian because it all is in English. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. So San Vito Prosecco. And if you want that, you can get it from the Tooting Off license. Yeah. It's um, from Montebello Luna. That's eight ninety nine. See, these are good though for eight ninety nine. I think they're rather nice. It's not too shabby. Yeah. No, I think they're good. This offie is, uh, yeah, we, we do. No. I think it's missing out here. We promote it quite a lot, really, don't we? No, we really should. They should be sponsors. <laughs> we just, can you imagine if we just both walked in and it's like, <laughs> yes, I know, you're busy, yes I know you're busy selling, like, oyster cards to people, but <laughs> whilst you're at it, because you sponsor a podcast that you've never heard. <laughs> um, and how was your Christmas and New Year, Vixatron? Uh, it was, um, it was, so Christmas was, uh, amazing because my sister got engaged. Clang. Yeah, so here's to Sarah and Paul. Ooh, Ooh that was, oh, that uh, which is amazing. And I've never witnessed, have you ever witnessed a proposal before? I don't think so. It's a very emotional thing to watch. Yeah, I guess so. It's like quite emotional. So like for someone to sort of propose in front of you and someone to answer, it's uh, yes, it's quite cool to watch it. Um, or a roller coaster ride through hell, depending on how it goes. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But luckily, Sarah said yes. Yay! And the ring was gorgeous, so gorgeous. it did very well. Look at the size of that rock. Yes, it was beautiful. I said rock. 
He said cock, what? Well, <laughs> I was trying to do sexual innuendo and you just went for cock. I thought you said cock. Like the size of a back, that's what I said. And then you just come back with cock. Oh, well, you are a new mother. Oh, I don't that? know anymore. Does that mean that I've got cock on the brain? Also, I hope not. <laughs> I've just got a daughter and, like, why would that even... Anyway, let's just, let's not dwell. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Oh, well, that sounds worse. <laughs> oh. Everybody has the right to choose, Philip. Oh, God. <laughs> Should we start again? No. Um, so Christmas. Anyway, so Christmas, yeah, so it's amazing to see Sarah get engaged. Um, but oh. Sophia was a royal pain in the ass. Uh, she wouldn't shut up. She was moaning the whole time. Um, well, that's what babies do. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I think she just got a bit overwhelmed, if I'm honest, as a little baby of six weeks old. Lots of people, lots of lots noise. Of, yeah, and like, if you think about Not Christmas actually Day, knowing what it is. Yeah, like, there's lots of colours, there's lots of flashy lights, there's not a lot of quiet, cool, like, uh, you know, calm time. Um, you know, there's lots of rapping and rapping and laughing, and you know, the, I think she just got herself way too like uh, in a tears and, and uh, couldn't come back. And from stupid it. children running around all over the place, and by that, I'm talking about you and your sister. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what my amazing present was that I got for Christmas? What was it? I got a Brabantia bin. No lie. <laughs> that silence was on purpose. <laughs> Um, Warren would appreciate that present. Warren would appreciate that. Um, and I got a lovely Brabantia bin. It was a it was a big sixty liter one. Oh my god! They don't come cheap. Those things. I'd never buy them. They're dead expensive. It makes me sad. <laughs> I was dead happy. I got that, and I got an ottoman. So you know. Oh, you know. Lovely. That's how domesticated I've become. And what did you do for New Year? New Year was very very. <laughs> It was a unique New Year. Okay. So, so I was in the house, because normally we have a house party, don't we? What, what? This year, it was a house party with a little bit of a difference in the fact that it was me, Lawrence. <laughs> no and, one else here. And, yeah, it was a, a, a seven-week-old baby and uh, a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. <laughs> so, party party. Yeah, but I still made them first foot. I fo- still made them first foot. They had to go out. Oh, and you have to do that thing, which I only really have done here. Now that's really interesting because I think it's a northern thing. I think it's a Yorkshire, or it must be a northeast thing. Yeah, but my parents don't really celebrate New Year. I think they're in bed for ten this New oh. Year's Eve. Oh. Well, so. maybe the listeners can tell us. But like, for me, first footing is a northern thing, and for those of you who don't know what it is. It's basically that the, and again, actually, as I say this, this is quite sexist, but whatever. Um, it, the men the traditionally men. go outside like a couple of minutes before midnight. And then uh, on the stroke of midnight, the boys knock on the door mm. and all the girls are lined up and the boys come in and they are traditionally supposed to bring in coal so you're warm all year, bread so you're fed all year, wine so you're merry all year. You know, like all these. Di- I think there might be some more bits, but they're the only ones we used to do. We used to give them each a bag for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're supposed to bring them in and kiss all the girls. Like they're supposed to give everybody a kiss to say Happy New Year and well wish everybody New Year. And they're bringing in the New Year with them. You see, 
I see. Um, so but then your house parties were just gay men. It was just, so. Yeah, I just shoved all the gay men outside. And <laughs> well, then no. they, yeah. like, Ooh, we've got to kiss girls. <laughs> yeah, but the, the sad thing was is that all you lot were outside having a party and there was like me and one other person inside. <laughs> just two of us. Yeah, you can come in now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we're too busy. Drank all the wine. <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, we made the boys first foot, which is quite funny. Uh, George and Maxwell loved it. They thought it was hilarious being outside at midnight and have you but uh but yes no so that was uh very exciting what about you pippi what did you do well i was all over the place Ooh. <laughs> what, like what, geographically <laughs> geographically yes no you were yes so yeah so we went to my parents one stayed for a night and then mm-hmm. just me ma and pa for uh christmas which was lovely got some nice presents lovely um, and then, and I saw lots of lovely Sheffield friends, including uh, my friend Dan, who's a friend of the pod, who's going to be listening. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and um, then Warren picked me up on the 27th, and we went and got the ferry over to Rotterdam. Had a few days in Holland. And that sounded blissful. It was lovely. We had a day out in Maastricht. And your and your ferry sounded kind of snazzy as well, didn't it? That was quite a snazzy ferry. We were staying in the state room. Yeah. Clang, which was very nice. Although I did, I don't know if you watch Cruising with Jane McDonald. Always. But you know when she goes into a, sometimes she doesn't do it if it's a bit of a crappy cabin. But if it's a nice cabin, she jumps backwards onto the bed and goes, wee! Yeah. I did that. <laughs> and thankfully, Warren wasn't filming this moment. I did the jump back on the bed and all you could hear was a massive cracking sound. No! So I think about the bed. <laughs> uh, so that was comedy. Oh my God, amazing. Um, and then we had a lovely few days in Holland, ate loads of really nice food. Mm-hmm. Um, it was blissful. And then... We drove back through uh, Brussels and through, uh, whatchamacallit, um, and got the ferry from Calais back to Dover. And then had New Year in Brighton. We went round to some of Warren's friends for dinner on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Very sophisticated, very... Very grown up. I'm very, very grown impressed. Up. And then we went down to the beach for unofficial fireworks. We didn't have fireworks. Other people were setting off fireworks, but they were kind of a bit amateur. Some of them were, like, firing horizontally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So there were the occasional screams of, Terror. I'm, go- I'm going to die on New Year's Eve. <laughs> um, but it was nice to kind of not be too hungover on New Year's Day. And just, yeah, have a chill time. We did have, like, the most amazing New Year's Day of just not moving off the sofa and just eating, oh. like, crap food and lots of alcohol. I miss those days where... It's nice. Well, I, I would call them hangover heaven. So you either have yeah. hangover hell where you feel like shit and you have to get up for work. Yeah, or you have do a stuff. Hang, or do, yeah, do something that you had to be responsible. Whereas if you had a hangover heaven day, mm. which means that you could order in... You could sit, and I'd always, if I knew I was having a big night out, I'd always get in some chocolate and some fizzy drinks and stuff. So I was prepared. Well, we had lots of stuff because obviously Christmas had oh, just yes. been. Yes, So we had like, but he, I think at Ooh. one point I was eating a chocolate penguin, <laughs> not the uh, biscuit, like an actual chocolate 
made out of the shape of a penguin. So chocolate in the shape of a penguin, not a chocolate-covered yeah. actual penguin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I know what I'm talking about. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so that was quite blissful. Yeah. And, um, and now, one thing, actually, talking about the chocolate penguin, Warren's chocolate drawer. He has a treat drawer, which now is bulging because it's got... Because I had to take all my Christmas... Because I've been away for like two weeks. Yeah. So I had a huge bag with me and I was like, I can't be asked to take any of the chocolate. <laughs> so that's all in his drawer and we're working, still working our way through it. Well, if you need any help, you know where I am. Oh, honey. <laughs> um, and also, then just to end, like a slight delayed end to the festival, festive season on the 10th of january i think it was we went to the pantomime at yes, the palladium and wasn't it like the second to last night or something like that yeah so they were finishing on the sunday so it was their last friday night um and so then the reason that warren bought those tickets was they've been doing it for like six weeks mm-hmm. so how many shows like two shows a day yeah they kind of don't care anymore yeah. And oh they kind God. of let things go. When you've got Julian Clary and Paul O'Grady leading the pantomime, um, it all gets a bit haywire. But it was a really good pantomime. It was Godlots and Three Bears. Oh, is that what it was? The plot was as thin. <laughs> it was, but they kept referring to it yeah. throughout, just going, well, God, she's about as thin as this plot. Um <laughs> And but it was all set around the circus, so they had loads of really good circus acts. Matt Baker of the one show, oh yeah, was in it, and he watched the trapeze. No, without falling off. I mean, he'd been doing it for six weeks, so if he'd fallen off, it would have been a bit like, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was very good. Lots of sexual innuendo, lots mm. of inappropriate stuff, everything that you want from a pantomime. So it was. Because uh, obviously we've done a couple of the pantomimes. Yeah. Out of all the ones that you've seen so far, which one's like the better one? Because Julian and Paul O'Grady are in all of them. No. So Paul O'Grady came back this year. I think last oh. year it was... Did we go last year then? Or did you go last no, year? No. I don't think we did last year. So they found... I think Dawn French might have been last year. Mm-hmm. Julian Clary's always mm-hmm. in it. Um, You're right, Dawn wasn't it last year. I think Dawn French was in it last year. I think Elaine Page was in it the year before. But the last time we went to see it was the Paul O'Grady one. Yes, because we saw... Was and it... Amanda Holden as well. Complete not bad. Was that Cinderella we saw? I think it was, yes. Because then, yeah, because they did that other... Didn't they do <clears throat> Snow White as well? I don't know. But God, lots of Three Bears. I think they're running out of pantomimes. <laughs> There are so many they can do. I don't know what do. next year's is going to be. Anyway. So, but it was worth the money. It was worth going. You had an amazing oh, it's time. great. It's a complete spectacle. And you're in the Palladium, so you just kind of feel like... Yeah. It's a right posh night out. <laughs> but you had fun. That's the main thing, had isn't it? Had lots of fun. Yes. Good. So, so yeah. Mm, so, so, it's a nice traditional thing to do, actually, at Christmas, isn't it? Ponto? It is. You know, it is. Even though it was the 10th of January and we were all a bit like, yeah, let's stop saying Happy New Year and Christmas was ages ago. But um, <laughs> that was kind of like closure to Christmas. Closure. Yes, I like Done. it. Yeah. So, in other news, so, um, baby Sophia, how are things going being a mama? 
Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can edit that heavy sigh out. <laughs> no. I mean, we're not going to, but... She's yeah. amazing. She's, um, she's 11 weeks this week. Uh, she's had her jab, so we can now be sociable. She can now be presented onto the scene. The gay scene. Well, I'm not going to introduce you as a debutante, am I? <laughs> no. Okay. So, yes. Sophia's we... first leather bar. Yeah, I think Soho needs a little bit of a visit. Although, I am a bit worried about this Connor virus thing. Should I be? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Connor. 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 I haven't even had, like, what? How many glasses? What is wrong with no. me? Is that Tom O'Connor? <laughs> Hazel? What? Um, coronavirus, yes. As in the beer. Everyone out there, stop drinking corona. <laughs> I don't like it when they put a lime in the bottle anyway. I think it's quite foul. Do you drink the lime? I don't drink beer. Do you drink... You, know, you poke the lime. Before anyone <laughs> says anything, we know it's not that. We're just having a laugh. No, you poke the lime in and then it, it, it brings up the flavour because it's kind of... I think Corona maybe has like some kind of... I Ooh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to stop now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so really you're worried stuff. about Sophia getting the coronavirus. Yeah. Is she going to catch it on the tube? I don't know. Well, you could worry about me as well. I mean, we could all catch it on the tube. Yeah, but I think it's a bit like, for us, it's fine. It's for people, people, the people who've died have been all people that have had compromised immune systems. So that's like babies and old people, isn't it? Oh, okay. So that's what I'm going to, but yes, but I still want to take her to Soho. So maybe we'll have to do it by Uber. I don't know. Um, But yes, she's laughing and smiling and... uh, And allegedly says hello. She does. She does say hello. Yeah. I'll send you the video. It's very sweet. Um... But yeah, no, she's fine, and uh, it's a lot better now that I can go out with her, because before I was getting a bit stir-crazy, that first oh, eight-week yeah. period where you're not really supposed to kind of go out and expose her to too much was very challenging, because I am i don't like being in. Cooped in? Yes, I'm not... But she had a baby date the other day with a deep friend of the pod, Maria's new baby Isla. No, Isla didn't come. Oh. It was just Auntie Maria came. Oh, Auntie Maria came. Well, that's fine. Yes, Auntie Maria came and met her for the first time. Um, So, yes, we are hopefully going to have a meet-up in Brighton. Yes, it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot of people in Brighton. We're all going to meet up. So, that'd be fun. Um... But yeah, apart from that, she's... Uh, she's adorable. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's upstairs tiny. with Daddy. Yes. I don't know why I have to say Daddy like that. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Not going to lie. She's upstairs with Dad. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence is putting her to bed. For the first time, and I am sure he's doing a spectacular job. We can't hear anything. Yes, we can't hear anything, whether it's him crying or her. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All goes well. That's because we've double locked the door and you can't get in. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, so yeah, well that's all good. Yeah. So in turn, so she'll know, soon be ready for like beer gardens and all. Oh, that she kind of yeah, I'm priming her for summer. You know, we're in January. We've got a couple of months. We're hoping to do a month in you know uh, in March in Portugal. Portugal. So you know, we'll hopefully get us an international traveller status. Mm. Um, I've got her passport, so we have slipped in just before the deadline, so she has an EU passport. <laughs> because obviously mm, we bid farewell on Friday, don't we? 
can't yes, believe it's actually we coming. Do. It's weird. But yes. Um But we're not political, so we're not gonna talk so about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you all know what we think. <laughs> Disaster uh, But in turn, so obviously I'm talking about my baby. What about your baby? <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? No, he's, uh... <laughs> oh, so, man. Look, I only bought, what, three glasses. He's the older than a baby. Well, no, but he's your baby, like your babe, your He's my love, my darling. <laughs> your sweetheart. So, yeah. Oh, we wow, stop okay. that now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the boyfriend update is that I still have a boyfriend. Yay! <laughs> And it's our six-month anniversary today. Yay! And I'm spending it with you rather than him. Yay! Yay! I'll see you on Thursday. Bye. <laughs> uh, it's going very well. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, he uh, met my grandma. Now, that would have been... At Christmas? Yes. That, because... So your grandma... Mm. ...is not fully aware. Is that right? No, she's doing all right. She has a good days and a bad days, you know. Okay. She's She's like 90. Um, but yeah, she met Warren. That was all fine and dandy. She got a bit drunk. Did she? She got a bit drunk. Did she have sherry? Was it sherry? No, she had like a humongous glass of white wine. Check her out, because normally grannies, they have sherry. No, she went for the wine. Did it was she? quite funny. Oh. She couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, and how was Auntie Ros? I didn't ask about Auntie Ros. Auntie Ros was fine. Good. My wonderful boyfriend gave her a copy of the family tree that he'd done for oh. her. Oh my God, I didn't even ask about the family tree. You're going to so, have to explain to the listeners what he's done because that's amazing. Oh yeah, so my mum knew lots about her mum's side of the family but not her dad's side of the family. So uh, my wonderful boyfriend is kind of a bit obsessed with genealogy. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, so did uh, Family Tree, and did it for my mum, but my auntie Ross didn't have one, so he's done it for her as well. And even, because he's so thoughtful, did two copies, one that she could like write on in pencil if she found out new information, and one that she could like put on the wall. Oh my god, he's amazing. I mean, I don't know what wall, because it is... About the size of two dining tables. So. Are you serious? Yeah. How did you get that printed then? Or did you oh. tap it together? He works in an architect's office where they're used to printing out big stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. If you want anything big printing, well, just let me know. You know. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was really lovely. Um, and we, yeah, we're just spending lots of time together. Um, it's all going well, and you go to Brighton. Go to Brighton every weekend. He's bought a new flat, which is exciting. Hopefully, moving into a new flat soon. And what else? And then we're going on holiday in March, which I am. And where are you going? You are going to La Gomera, which is the second smallest Canary Island, uh, unspoiled by all those silly little tourists. And yeah, we're going for 10 days. It's going to be absolutely blissful. And you are going, uh, are you going to hire a car or anything? Or is it just like, are you going to stay in the... We might do. We're having a couple of uh, excursions. Ooh, lovely. You know, yeah. whale watching. Is it going to be like coach trip? I hope not. Because <laughs> that would be like 
holiday cancelled. <laughs> um, no, I think we're just both gagging for a bit of chill out time and some weather that's warmer than three degrees outside. Yeah, it's so cold at the moment. It's very cold. It's really bitter, isn't it? So, yeah. Super, super just a cold. break. I haven't had a holiday in, like, a proper sun-soaked holiday in, I don't, I don't know when the last time was. Yeah. And he hasn't had one since we first got together. He was on holiday when we started yes, chatting. Yes, where was he? Was it Turkey? He was in Greece. Oh, Greece. So, yeah. He he's so... already planning the next holiday. Oh, he's so, a clever boy. Yeah, he's very... Good luck now. So, yeah, all going dandy... Excellent. Happy That's anniversary. So oh, fabulous. So excited. Yay. Um, oh, good. So. And now we have a. Um, oh, a public service announcement um, uh, from, our, <laughs> from our sponsor for this episode. Doors. No. No. <laughs> um, some of you may remember we had a special guest on the podcast uh, a few months ago, mm. David Ferguson, who's a stand up comedian. And he is so lovely. He is uh, lovely and amazing. And very funny. And we went to see his show at the Vaults Festival last year. Was it last year? I think it was, yeah. We've seen him a couple of times, haven't we? We've been to see him a couple of times in different shows, but his own show when he did a one man show. That was last year at the Vaults, wasn't it? The Vaults Festival. Yes, it was called Bum. Yes. Oh, yes, it was, wasn't it? It's brilliant. Anyway, um, I don't know when this is actually going to go out. Well, I'm going to try and do it tonight. We'll see how Sophia is. Tomorrow night and Thursday night at the Vaults Festival. So you can say the dates, depending. uh, Okay, so the 29th and 30th of January, uh, David is doing a show called, his new show called Forgivable, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be at the Vaults Festival, which is a uh, comedy cabaret extravaganza festival in the vaults at Waterloo. Um, if you go on our social media, you can find out all the details, or you can follow him on Instagram and maybe Twitter as well at yeah, David is. Ferguson Funny. Um, find out all the details. I think tickets are seven pound fifty. So go and see him, but also if you follow him on social media, you'll be able to get details for all of his upcoming shows, and maybe, just maybe, he'll be going to Edinburgh this year as well. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to Vaults Festival forward slash two bottles in for a discount at checkout. That's not going to happen. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it sound like oh we've got an actual sponsor. If we oh. could do that, like, you know, how rude is it with forward slash rude for your 10% discount on your no. toilet seat? We should have that. We should, if anyone oh. had. Who would give us that? We want Tooting off license. Yeah. I'm going to have a word. What, like, two pee off your skittles? <laughs> yeah. I'd probably actually do that. Just quote uh, that lives down the road at checkout. <laughs> well, I never go. It's you that always go, so you won't even know who oh. I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy that comes in once a month and buys two bottles of Prosecco. That'll yeah, be the one. Quote that. Anyway, so good luck, David. Hope yes, the show good luck. goes really well. And uh, yeah. So, even though you have had a baby, you still seem to have managed to be watching quite a lot of the old television. I haven't done too badly, but at the same time, I haven't done as much as I've wanted to. There has been so many shows that I have wanted to watch and I haven't got round to yet. So. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff on at the moment. Yeah, I still haven't watched The Crown. 
I'm still making my way through the crowning. It's a tough watch. I'm not finding it the most oh, easy. Where's even with Olivia. Especially with Olivia. Oh. I will go as far as to say that. It was. It felt so... I think because there's not that much that happens in this particular period. Right, right. And so so even Helen Carter, that's not even a... I'm just not. No, I'm not, not in it. it as much as Claire oh. Foy. And we love oh. the Coleman. Oh, yeah. With all of our heart. Definitely. But it's been a tough watch. And I think maybe I sit down to watch it and then there's just some other better stuff on. There's some good stuff on, like, normal TV. And I know that that's What's controversial. That? <laughs> normal TV, there's a really good... Do you um, mean Freeview or do you mean, like, the old-school terrestrial channels? Like, Channel 4. So you're meaning the old-school channels, like the terrestrial channels? Yeah. Okay. Channel 4 at the moment has a David Tennant drama. Oh, is that the one that family's in the burning house or something? Yeah, Deadwater Fowl. Ooh. Ooh. You know when you watch the first episode of something and, yeah. you, and sometimes you're like, mm, this could be a grower. Yeah. Or, like Deadwater Fowl, I was, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I am so. in. What happens next? And it's one of those annoying things where you're just like, oh God, I actually do have to wait till next week. I've got to wait till next <laughs> you week. You forget that you've got to wait. Oh. But yeah. So that's, a, that's amazing, that one, is it? Is it like a drama really, or a crime or a in, like detective? It's drama, or... crime. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. It's not based on a true story. <laughs> no. Um, it's very dark. Ooh. And, yeah, you just... Ooh, you, just you don't know. You just don't know. Ooh, you do okay. not know what's going on. Okay, well, that's hard to put that one on my Yeah, list. but you've been watching Pose. Yes, I haven't got to the end of it. Oh, God. I know, but this season I love. Mm. This season's an amazing season so far. Oh, I've had tears. There's been laughter. Ooh, there have been there's tears. There's been emotion. There's been, oh. Has there been a death yet? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. No spoilers, but yes. that's possibly one of the best episodes I've Jesus ever done. Jesus Christ, that episode... Like, mm. weird, but good. Weird, yes. Very odd, because I didn't quite get what was going on at first, and then I got what they were doing. Clever. Yeah. Very funny. Such person keeps yes. popping um, up. And then it keeps going on through the other episodes, though. That's the weird Yeah. Thing. Very odd. That person mm. is not done yet. Yes, as well. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Pose, amazing. I, what else have we, I've been watching... Well, that's the, all on iPlayer, isn't it? Yes, that's on iPlayer. I have to say, the one thing I have been getting into this after Christmas um, is, I was telling you about this earlier, was the music documentaries. Mm. At Christmas, I don't know if anybody else is a Queen fan, but I'm a huge Freddie and Queen fan. And there was an amazing documentary on Sky about um, Queen and Adam Lambert and how that whole thing came together, which I didn't really mm. ever know. I just thought they kind of like just picked someone. Because, you know, can you remember how Paul Rogers did that stint with Queen? Yeah. And he kind of... Didn't really work. Yeah, it didn't really work, did it? And I just thought they kind of just picked Adam Lambert out of, you know, just said, hey, do you want to do it? No, he's but got actually, amazing no, there was this, Yeah, there was this big story behind it, which I thought was amazing. And then that led me into this other amazing documentary that was on BBC iPlayer, <clears throat> which is a BBC reporter, which the name escapes me at the moment. It's on iPlayer, 
um, from the 70s, they were doing their Amer first American tour, I think it was, and they lost all the footage for the, from this thing, or, or never got commissioned or this something. This is Queen. Queen. Just to be clear. Yeah, and mm. the BBC journalists followed them on their tour of America, and it's all this archive footage that never got used or it never got commissioned or, I don't know, whatever. But it's amazing just to see them on, like, it's really intimate. Okay. And you see the highs and lows and everything, and they all get interviewed. And, you know, like, I was really taken aback. Like, John Deacon is such a shy, retiring person. You know, but on this, like, you really kind of learn a bit more about him. Because, obviously, the main frontrunners now, nowadays, mm. are Roger Taylor and Brian May. And, he, and John yeah. Deacon, obviously, retired But everyone from... slopes into the background when you've got someone like Freddie Mercury yeah when you've got Freddie that, but then what I really liked about this documentary is that you learn a lot more about all four of them oh. and how they write and how they produce the music and how they share and how they comment and how they feedback and how they argue and make up and all this mm. kind of stuff and it's like when you see stuff about Elton John and Bernie Torpin's kind of yeah. evolved as well because you're just like oh well he actually writes every single lyric yeah but it's interesting that dynamic yeah, because they've got to work together. There's no, you know, yeah. there's no, and that's where, like, if you think about it, over the years, Queen are still together. They're still playing the same music, which must be so irritating. I don't know. Just count the money going into the bank. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry, but if you're having to sing the same songs for thirty years, that's tough going. Yeah, but there's loads that do it. Yeah, no. Look I at know. the ones that've been going longer. Yeah, no, you're right, I suppose, but... So many, um, but you just think... I suppose every night's different, and the way the crowd reacts is different. Yeah, and, like, if you've got a new singer or... But there must be those, like, way. songs that you... If you didn't sing them, mm -hmm. the audience might rip the venue apart. Well, this is the thing, and how do you do that? Because, like, you know how Madonna, when she performs, she sometimes mixes up some of the songs she'll and she change does, she'll do them, them in a different way she's so bored yeah and that's because she's bored and i get that and then sometimes you think well that's amazing how she did do that mm. but if she gets it in a way that you don't like it like, yeah because you are there to see the big hits that's what you're you know yeah you're not there to see new music anymore you're there to enjoy the music you like of, of theirs and you're always secretly hoping that, that, you know, when they're performing their new album, that they're going to sing the song that you like off that album. So mm. it's a bit like when I went to see Adele the first time, I wanted, I wanted to, there was one particular song, which I can't remember now, but, you know, I was really, really, really going, go on Adele, please, please, please sing this song, please, if you haven't released it as a single, just please, 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 can you, <clears throat> you know, and you really want her to sing the songs that you want to hear. So if you're changing them up or making them quick tempo when they're a, a ballad or, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that, like, is that going to annoy people? I don't know, because I think artists just have to do it. Because also, otherwise you're going to see the same show over and over again. Not like even Kylie does it. And Kylie's the queen of doing a greatest hit show that's a greatest hit show. Yes, so, yeah. So, you know, she will sing everything that you wanted to sing. Yeah. But... I think on our last tour, like Hand on Your Heart, she did it slow, which actually makes sense because it's, it's like a, it was a dancey poppy song before, but it's not a happy song mm. at all. And so changing it around a bit or doing, she does love a mashup as well. So mm, popping the old two medley. songs together and seeing how it works. Mm. Love that. I think Madonna's done it sometimes where I've been like, no, go. 
No, 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 <laughs> that's not no, right. Not gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, it must be boring because but it's your bread and butter. I don't know. There's so, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing worse than going to see a band where they're like. We're going to play another song from a new album now. And you're like, oh, God, seriously. Like, come on. I mean, especially when you've not heard the new album. Some of them do it like, before when, they've yeah, released we'd like it. To set, yeah, we'd like to show you, like, like, two new songs from oh, our album. And you're like... come on, mate. No. Yeah. You've got to sing that one. <laughs> but if you don't sing that one, then what, what are we doing? Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Totally it's tricky. agree. Yeah, so... But then there were three really good ones. And this is... A new conversation with the podcast, but oh, okay. uh, three really good music documentaries on over Christmas on BBC. There's one about Liam Gallagher. Okay. Say so we like about him. Should I be putting these know. on my list? Yeah. Okay. There's a Dolly Parton one. Oh, love Dolly. And a Michael Hutchins one. Ooh. Well, probably still all excess. available on iPlayer. Oh yes, no, I'll check out. It the was NXS all about one. Dolly Parton. It was the one that I. Strangely went to first because, you know, I'm gay. Um, (laughs) But it was just all about her, like, insane amount of material and Mm. how many albums she's released and that, you know, she's still relevant because she did the Legend Slot at Glastonbury and got the biggest audience of the weekend. And, you know, her first single was called Dumb Blonde and every and they had people like Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Kelly Minogue doing the talking bits. Uh, yeah, the, the sound bites. And um they were like, She is not a dumb blonde and a lot of the stuff that uh, Dolly Parton's written is very in a way feminist mm-hmm. while still looking like everything that possibly a feminist shouldn't be. But this is where... But she's completely in control you, um, of her career. Have you seen that Shine On thing with Reese Witherspoon on Netflix? No. Shine On. Uh, lovely. Thank you for that. Um, so Reese... Reese Witherspoon has a new show called Shine On. And it's where she goes and interviews some of her most inspirational women that she's grown up with. Now, she goes to Dolly's house. Live. And she has she has breakfast with Dolly, and she takes her around her house and everything. And like some of the things that I picked up on particularly was that Dolly was like being so empowering and like almost coach like, you know. Yeah, very down to earth. Very down to earth, but saying how quite simply life is here to be led, and you know, obviously she is religious, and I understand that. But she's like you say, she doesn't care who what people think about her. If no. she wants to wear a sequined pair of cowboy boots you will but it doesn't mean to say tre- no. don't treat her like a dickhead no you know. I can remember seeing an interview with her when she did Steel Magnolias one of the greatest films of all time and which we still never finished because we got too drunk oh, I've finished it many a time <laughs> um, and it was on Oprah Winfrey show and they had the whole cast there and the cast is amazing Shirley MacLaine Sally Field Olympia de Kock it's Julia Roberts yeah it's a pretty epic cast and Julie Roberts is saying, oh, God, it was so hot when we were filming. It was just crazy, like, that crazy, crazy mid-America, like, heat. And Julie Roberts was saying, oh, come on, Dolly, just complain. Just say it's hot. It's hot. Like, we're too, it's too hot. And apparently Dolly Parton went, you know, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be rich. And now I have both those things. 
I will never complain ever again. Aww. And then she, 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 she apparently looked at Julia Roberts and went, just stop being a baby. Which <laughs> I was like, that's a star. That's a star. <laughs> Deal with whatever the situation is. You're getting paid, honey. Do it. Too true, girl. Too true. We got you. They don't make them like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's hmm. true. But yeah, it's true. good old Donnie. And apparently according to this documentary, she's got enough music in her, like, vaults that there could be a new album from Dolly Parton every year for years after her death. No way. Oh, she is insane. She wrote 9 to 5 on her nails. She tapped her nails together because she had acrylic nails and just came up with that riff. And because she was filming the film and they said, oh, we need a theme tune, she went to her trailer for like five minutes, came back and was... And no it was done. way. Oh, well, that deserves... And James... That then. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Dolly Parton so much. She's so good. She is a ledge. She is totally ledge. ledge. So, talking about ledges... Legends. Legends. Um, Ledges. Legends. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> window ledge. <laughs> Architrading. Joan Architrading. Legend. So legend. obviously there is a drag queen that is a legend in mm. our minds. Yes. Um however Lily Savage. No. RuPaul <laughs> Charles. Um and she uh, produced her own TV series for Netflix. With Michael Patrick King of Sex and the City fame. Yes. Uh, AJ and the Queen. AJ and the Queen. Now... Should we give a brief synopsis? Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, drag queen plus kid. Uh, well, no. Come on now. So, <laughs> RuPaul plays a drag queen called Ruby Red. And Ruby's sick of working on the dive bars in New York City so it saved up 100,000 dollars to open up her own club with her boyfriend who she's been with for seven months and something bad happens it's and that money goes awry it disappears and the next thing you know Ruby Red is having to do a cross America tour to some dive bars all over the place and ends up having a kid in tow and mm-hmm. things, I was about to say, hilarity ensues. <laughs> but I'll go with things happen. <laughs> yeah, that sounds dodgy. Like, oh, not you, in a beautiful like, type of way. You've got to be careful what you say yeah. here. And also, yeah. No. Anyway, I think it's trying to be some sort there of... Was, there was a big buzz around it. Yes. Because, you know, it's um, Paul and it's... Yes. He's so successful. And it's Michael Patrick King as well. Mm-hmm. This is the man who... Wrote Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. But. But. Yes. There's a big but, guys. And it's not RuPaul, so. Well, there was some padding. Um, I mean, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it. It, it won't be troubling the Emmys or the Oscars no, or the Golden Globes no. anytime soon. <sighs> we don't want to be shady. Why does no? Why has no drag queen been able to produce a good film or a good TV show? Or oh, a good album? Have you heard them? <laughs> um. Well, because they're not actors. 
basically. I think there were some bits of it that were great. There's some good one-liners. I loved a little bit of Latrice in there. Oh, yeah, Latrice was funny. And, um... Oh, who was the other one? Did you see how Bianca was in for, like, a second? At the yeah. Like, literally Not a second. Um, oh, who was the other one that I thought was really hilarious? Katya was quite funny. No, the one at the end. The one, um... Who played the... the Competition at the competition. Oh, that was um, Trinity the Tuck. Trinity the Tuck, yes, that's it. I thought I thought they were quite good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a bit of a challenge. I don't know if any of you guys have watched it. I'm sure that half of you have. But I think, for me, it's worth it if you haven't got anything else to watch. Yeah. So I was messaging um, Oliver, deep mm. friend of the pod. And he was like, have you finished it yet? Because I, I, I don't think he'd finished it. I think it was about halfway through. And I said, oh, I've got two episodes to go. He was like, you've got two episodes to go? I was like, I am going to get this done. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't about enjoying it. It wasn't about anything like that. It was like, I closure. need this to be over. You need closure. So I can talk about it. Yeah. And be like, go. <laughs> totally. This is not... <laughs> This is not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if it's torrential rain one Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. Or you need something. I on can't in the recommend background. anything highly enough than that because that's a Sunday afternoon, rainy. Ooh, or if you're doing something, this all country file. Yes, if you need to do something and you need something on in the background. Yeah. That's a good thing to... Cause... Like, go shopping, leave the house, and just leave yeah, that playing. exactly. For the yeah. dog. For the dog. <laughs> for the dog and the baby. Not that you'd leave your I baby. I was going to say, why would you leave a baby in the house by yourself? I ain't got one. I don't know. Oh, my God. <sighs> anyway, Fill speaking... Me with so much confidence, Uncle Philip. Speaking of queens... Yeah. Good little segue. <sighs> Someone has a date tomorrow night. <gasps> do I? But I already have a boyfriend. Mm. Oh, do I have a date with? <laughs> Madonna. Allegedly, if she doesn't cancel. Yes, Madonna brings her Madame X tour to the London Palladium on Monday the 27th of January. Oh no, she didn't. She cancelled. So, <laughs> the first night is tomorrow, Wednesday the 29th of January. <sighs> Take a breath. I hope she doesn't cancel. Yes. Although, if she does, I could do with the money. So, either way, fine. It was quite a, a kind of spicy, pricey ticket. Spicy, pricey, yeah. Wasn't it? It was. It was, it was but... quarter of a thousand pounds. <laughs> but it's in the Palladium, isn't it? It's in the Palladium. It's an intimate venue. So that's and the she, most apparently, she's done. Yeah. It's on for nearly three hours. Man, your bum's going to get so numb. <laughs> so glad you said numb then. Because <laughs> if you said sore, I would have been like, oof. No. Let's not go there. We've that's done the one update. That's the least of my worries. <laughs> um, yeah, so Madame X Tour. Um, I mean, it's had insanely good reviews. Yeah. But she has an ongoing hip and knee problem. So she's cancelled 
a lot of shows this tour. She is not a person to cancel shows. At all. You look back on her over 30 year career and you can count the amount of shows she's cancelled on one hand. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously not a good thing to do. But I personally think she should cancel the rest of the tour. I think if you have got a severe problem like she has, it's not fair to the fans and it's not fair to yourself to just take a night off to see if it gets better and then do a gig and then cancel the next gig and then do a gig and cancel the next gig. It's a bit shady because she's only doing certain cities. Mm -hmm. In Europe, she's doing Lisbon, London and Paris. Yeah. And she's done America. She did New York, um, Chicago, LA and Miami, I think. So people are flying from all over the place. Mm -hmm. Accommodation, flights, tickets... And then, you know, Lisbon the other night, she cancelled 45 minutes before the show. It's just like, I mean, I wouldn't complain. I'd, I'd still be in Lisbon. But you'd already be in the venue at 45 minutes. Yeah, you would. Does she have a I'd have got the merch. I'd have got the merch. <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah, I was there. She did it. Whatever. Did she, does she have a supporting act, you know? I don't think so. Three hours. I think it's all about her. Yeah, it must be. And also, I think because it's quite a theatrical show, I think the stage is set for her. Yes, fair enough. So, so we'll see. So cross fingers, but oh my God. But also, oh my God, Madonna at the Palladium. And that's totally Ooh. intimate. That's the in most intimate one you've been to. Ever. Like, um, well, you say that. Ooh. It's the most intimate tour she's ever done. I've seen her at HMV on Oxford Street doing Get It All album launch gig. And I've seen her at the Bits and Academy doing an album launch gig, but we don't like to brag. Um, <laughs> but tour-wise, yeah, she'd usually do the O2 or she'd do... She'd do in, huge, back in the yeah, day, she would do Wembley Stadium. Yeah. So this will be and interesting. Th different. The Palladium's less than 2,500 people. So it'll be interesting. Insane. So, yeah. Ooh. And... It's a lot of the new album, but she's bringing out some old classics. But like we were just saying earlier, you have to, I guess there's no choice, like, as an artist like that. She couldn't just play the new album. You can't I'd just... I'd be like, girl, yeah. girl. Yeah. So she's, I think tomorrow, I think, with stuff like Express Yourself, mm -hmm. Human Nature, mm -hmm. Papa Don't Preach, Vogue. Human Nature's one of my faves. Frozen. Ooh. Ooh. I love that album. That's probably one of my favourite albums, that. So... Um, so yeah, do you get a full review on the next episode? Oh yes, that's true. Mm. <sighs> yeah, very exciting. Going with Oliver, Craig, and Pete Clark. Amazing. The world, Who the Oliver and Pete have both been on the podcast. They Craig have. Is not. not yet. We need to think about guests. Actually, we haven't really thought about guests this yeah, year. Yeah, hopefully we? we will. We will have a special guest next month. Yeah. I'm really hoping. We've been yeah. trying to get this particular person for quite a long for quite time. Quite a long time. But yes, hopefully we'll, uh, we need to get our butts in gear now that, you know, the Sprat is here and uh, I can drink again. <laughs> yes. But you know the other exciting thing about this time of year is awards season. Yes. So we just have the Grammys the other night. We've had mm -hmm. the Golden Globes. And tonight it's the National Television Awards. Yeah. And we've still got the Oscars and the Brits to go. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, 
And I've been to see quite a few films. So I could offer like an informed opinion about who should So have be. you seen any film? Have they announced, I don't know, this is where my lack of knowledge will let me down, but have they announced the Oscar nominations? They have, yes. Um, as any of the films that you have seen, are they Oscar nominated? Yes. Mm. I don't have them to hand. But 1917, mm-hmm. I think it's got like 10 nominations. Oh, wow, okay. I think mainly technical so I who's think it's the, who's best the, film, like, best director. Who's the front? There's always a front runner. There's always someone who's like got a handful of everything. So probably best actor will go to Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker. Oh, uh, yes. I've just downloaded that, actually. Which is one of the films I didn't see at the cinema because I thought it might be a bit scary. And I'm a wimp. Oh, Not scary. Gruesome. Violent. Okay. I don't I've got, do, yeah, I don't do well with that. I much prefer to go see 1917 about people being blown up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not gruesome at all. Mm. He puts, uh, yeah, you one, really made sense there, babe. One of them puts <laughs> his hand through a barbed wire at one point. Oh, oh. I'd rather have gr- like gruesome that's completely unrealistic. What, because the probably, joke is realistic? Yeah, well, that would probably be... What I should have gone for rather than someone putting their hands oh, in the right, yeah, because I was going to say 1917 was real. Yeah, it was. Or not was real, but like based on... It's based on stories told yes. about to the director by his group. Okay, just talking about real stuff, have you seen, and I hate to interrupt here, but have you seen that thing on Netflix saying, don't fuck with cats? I've heard a lot about it, but not anything that would make me want to watch it. So... I haven't seen the rest of it. What is it even about? So basically, it's about a psycho serial killer. (gasps) Yes. But the whole thing about it is that... They shouldn't call it cats. No. One of the videos, he puts videos on YouTube. Now, I wasn't particularly disturbed about the first episode, so I haven't watched the rest yet because I haven't got the balls to watch it. I need Lawrence to be sat with me. But... Basically, in the first episode, they explained that the guy puts videos up on YouTube of him killing cats. Oh. So he puts, like... I mean, I don't like cats, but that's a step too far. So I can't remember all of it, but basically one bit of it that, like, did me in was that he put them in a vacuum bag, you know, the ones that you put under the bed? Oh. And he put the two kittens alive, put them in the bag, and then you watch them, him kill them. And they They, can show that online, Well, he uploaded it. And then he also shows, um, I think it's a python, eating a kitten. Oh. Or does he drown it? I can't remember. It's, it's horrific. All these things that happen. And I couldn't watch it. I could not physically... Because they show some of it. Not all of it. Because no, they, they blur don't... some of it out. I mean, I but... loathe cats, but that's a step too far. Yeah. And anyway, it's I'd all about it be implied. They... Yeah. Well, like, I see Like, pop them in the vacuum bag and then you just hear the... Well, yeah, no, they blur it, blur it out. Like, oh, that's fine, then I'll give it a pop. <laughs> <laughs> To-do list. Yeah, God. But it's... Oh, and it's all about how these people um, on social media decide to find this guy and find out where he lives and they kind of like this group gets together and tries to work out where this guy lives because... This oh, guy, to stop him killing the cats. Yes. Yeah, no, because it's not just cats. He, um, he starts he, to kill does people. Does he upload... Videos of killing people. Yes. Oh, he's not very clever, is he? No, but they can't find him. Nobody finds. Nobody can oh, find him. Oh my gosh! So this is how this group of people gets together 
and how they try and work out where he lives and where you know how what he does and what have you. I like bear in mind I've only seen the first episode and half of that I spent behind my like hands because I couldn't watch it. But mm. I do want to watch it because it, it just seems crazy and a lot of people who I've spoken to who have watched it have said it is insane. And it's true. Oh. So it's a bit like that how how to make a murder or whatever it's called. Making a murder. Making a murder. It's a bit like that, I think. It's a bit one of those controversial things. Ooh, I don't mind a bit of controversial, but that sounds a bit too far. I think you me. need to watch it. It's a bit cray cray, but I think you need to watch it. Okay. So that's my advice. That's a little segue on to that. <laughs> I don't what know where we can go. What are we talking about? Shall we go somewhere next season? Brighter? Oh, yes, okay, season. yeah. I don't know who's going to win the um, um, actress because. I can't remember who... Well, why don't we do that next me? month? We can do, like, a, a yes. an Oscars... Anyway, movie. recommended films. 1917. Very good. Mm. Little Women. Mm. Very sweet. Mm. I'd never read the book. Didn't know the story. Um, and Bombshell. Bombshell. Charlize Dawn, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie. Sticking mm. it to Fox News. Yes. Hashtag me too. Yes, no, I need to find that. Cause that yeah, I'll put that so, yeah, list. very good films. Give them a whirl. And talking about bombshells, <gasps> was that a good segue? Did you like that? Oh, yes. So, obviously, every year we celebrate my birthday because it's very Which important. happens every year. Uh, um. All right, mister, I, I make sure that I have my birthday twice, you know, two parties a year. Um, Which is the 4th of June. Thank you, darling, yes. Hmm. Um. So what's wonderful is that this lovely little festival happens to pop up every year. The Mighty Hoopla. I'm saying that as like <laughs> a thing. I'm not just... It doesn't happen in Newcastle or Abu Dhabi. Yeah, wherever, I was say, where are you from? Wherever you thought that accent was from. Um, but yeah, they'd announced some of the acts. Yes, so we were quite excited. So we knew about Gabrielle Anastasia, Atomic yes. Kitten. Wigfield. Wigfield. <laughs> All the names. Jimmy Somerville. Jimmy Somerville. Yes, we were quite excited about them. But and then... today, they announced the headliner of the main stage. Boo boo. Boo 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 boo. And it is. You gotta fight, 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 fight for you. <laughs> it's Cheryl. Cole, Not Fernandez, Vecini, Tweedy. I was going to say, she's only Cheryl now. She's just Cheryl. She's just Cheryl. Yeah, so she is headlining. They've also announced Eve. Oh, yes, which, again, love, love her. And Alphabet, who... Yes, uh, that was a... Uh, proper festival fodder. They'll get people up and bouncing. And I have to say, I didn't know Alphabet was still going. <laughs> yeah, they had a new They went a bit quiet. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so... Um, so if anybody wants to give us free tickets, that's great. <laughs> that's, yeah, looking for sponsors. Um, so that's going to be really good. Mm. Good way to spend your birthday. Is it on your birthday? No, it's not on your birthday. No, it's on the 6th. So that's where we can go and have a good weekend. Yeah. And I can hand Sophia over to the grandparents. Amazing. And we can have a super fun weekend. Because that... Because Mighty Hoopla, I think, is one of the best festivals. It's a yeah, but very also Cheryl, great... I think Cheryl headlined or did a... No, she didn't headline it. Because Ariana Grande headlined uh, Manchester Pride last yes. year. August. But Cheryl smashed it. Cheryl smashed it because she'd yes. been working with Mr. Todrick Hall. Yep. 
and she'd come out with some really fierce choreography because obviously she's not, she's not, you know, going to be singing live or anything like that. Mm. But she would put on a bloody good show for the gays. She really will. It was amazing. That routine that she did. Oh, she did death drops. And her outfit was amazing. Shablam. Yeah, yeah, I have she, to watch that again. I'll have she to went for that. it. She went for it. So it'll be a really good show. And I thought it was going to be her. It was either going to be her or uh, the original Sugar Babes. Is that who you thought it was going to be? Yeah. <gasps> I like Flatline. That's one of my favourite songs. So, you never know. Oh, maybe that's next year. They're coming back soon, though. And I heard today that Adele's new album is going to be out before the end of the year. Oh, well, you know, she's had some good uh, up and downs her journey for the last 12 months. Doesn't she look amazing? Oh, she has been losing. What a hairdresser conversation that is. Oh, she's lost weight. Doesn't she look good? No, she's looking fierce. She's taking her shit off no one, is she? New album by the end of the year. Manager confirmed today. I just downloaded her live in New York at at Radio City. Mm. Me and Sophia and I watched that yesterday. Very good. Yes, and we're going to watch... Uh, I've downloaded Adele at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh yes, yeah. I've got that on the older DVD. So yes, I've got I've got that. So I'm going to educate Sophia. We're going to start watching lots of concerts because, as I was saying, to, to prepare her, her for her life. Yeah, but it's a cl- see. The thing is, what I've struggled with having Sophia is that when she she's got colic and she's crying and she's tired, she's crying. She's angry. She's crying. You know, there's a lot of crying and. So you can't really watch any TV because you can't hear it. Then you put subtitles on thinking that you're being clever so you can watch it and read it. But half the time you're having to help her so you can't even read the subtitles. True. But if you've got live concerts on... Bring it on. So I've downloaded Live Aid. Wow, that's a hefty day. Yeah. Well, not just a day, I think. That's probably like a good couple of weeks. But I've got Freddie Mercury's tribute. Yes. Uh, this is Nelson Mandela concert with I've got the ne- Whitney. Yeah, tribute the to Mandela. Whitney Houston performance. Yeah. Ever. I've downloaded that. I've downloaded um, The Pulse by Pink Floyd, one of the best shows mm. ever. I never really got Pink Floyd. Oh, did you not? Did you not see The Pulse? Oh my god, that's an amazing no, show. I just think it's all about oh, smoke no, and mirrors. Oh, I do like it. And I down what else have I downloaded? Download some like Michael Jackson. I've got Michael Jackson history tour. Janet Jackson. I haven't got Janet. I need Janet. Um, I downloaded Adele. Bit of Pink. She does really good shows. So I downloaded because someone told me to download Taylor Swift's 1989 tour. Apparently, it's one of the best tours, like production wise, ever. Hmm. And I've never seen Taylor Swift live or seen any kind of. Apparently, she has a documentary coming out on Netflix. At the end, or in fact, this. We maybe Friday mm. called Miss Americana. So maybe I need to watch that sh- concert so I'm fully prepared. But I think her concerts have got more, uh, like a bit more Beyonce in the last few years. Yes. Because I think she's, when you reach the level of fame that is stadiums, you You've can't. Got to, yeah. Unless you're Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. because he doesn't do anything that powerful stand there with a. The guitar. <laughs> he has no band, he has no nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't there, it has to be a huge show. You have to run a production. you have to fill the stadium. Yeah. No, definitely. And not just with people, but with noise and with lights or with show. Yeah. 
So I'll let you know how that goes. But yeah, I've got okay, going. Okay, interesting. And George Michael, I've downloaded George Michael because he. Well, funny enough, he has not done many live shows. No, he's he done wasn't very, very few live tours. And this is where I was watching about that. Three, I think. Yes, you're right. It is three. Because you know how I messaged you earlier this week saying, "Have you seen this documentary?" Because I watched the Freedom documentary, and it really spurred me on to kind of download one of his shows. And I just, uh, trying to find one, find one was quite difficult. No, I think he toured the Faith album, and then he toured one after that, and then he did like like the symphonic. Yes, the symphonic one. Because he just, I don't think he liked it. He didn't. He withdrew. Um, he didn't want to promote. Apparently, he loved no. live, but he, he hated loved... the music industry, and he so yeah. that's why he never appeared in his videos for ages. And he did the. He only did live shows if they were meaning something. So he did like obviously Live Aid. He did Live Eight. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and he did like the Freddie Mercury tribute, and he's he done loads of AIDS concerts and stuff. He did. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. You should watch that one. Concert for Hope. It's um. George Michael, Katie Lang, David Ooh. Bowie, and... Some more great people. Mick Hucknall. <laughs> it's just... Mick Hucknall's not that bad. It, it's four of them, and it's really good. Um, and also, um, but he did loads of concerts for, like, when he was ill. George Michael did, like, concerts for NHS nurses as mm. well. Yes, I remember that, actually, yeah. Um, so, so he's a superstar. He was. God rest his soul. So, but yeah, so there you go. So it's very entertaining, our house. We're very musically orientated at the moment because music's are much easier to... Uh, rest a baby. Yes, exactly. So, but yeah, on that note, have we got anything else? Have you got anything else? I don't think I've got anything else. I don't think I've got anything else. Oh. But we will be back. In February, possibly with a special guest. Yes, yeah, such work. But quick, loads of updates. We will be filling you in on the Oscars, on the Brit Awards, on. Ooh, ooh, it might. We might have some more buzz about RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, Jesus. which starts at the end of February. Ugh. Another one. Ugh. Did you hear the gossip about DragCon? In fact, no, you told me about the gossip track on my Yeah, life. I was about to say, oh, I told you about the track on. <laughs> yeah, so they had DragCon UK at Olympia, and apparently, on the Sunday, apparently, it was very well organised, but on the Saturday, people were queuing for hours, they had to turn 3,000 people away. Yeah, that's not good. And it was just really shabby. And I've listened to lots of drag queens. I listened to Alaska and Williams podcast. And they were like, how could it have been so badly organised? Because there was a, another like, drag con that wasn't official called Drag World. Yes. And Alaska and Willem were saying, like, that could not have been better organised. To the point where... When they were doing their makeup, all their mirrors have their names on them, like engraved in the mirrors, like totally prepared for everything. Yeah. And they just said it was really well managed. You got a nice, good stream of people throughout the day. And, you know, for 3,000 people to be told to come back tomorrow, we're obviously thinking, well, if this is bad today. Yeah, they're blatantly not going to come, come back off. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and also, it's January, it's freezing cold outside. I know, and there's yeah, nothing you can with do. That. You can't leave the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. 
So, but, you know. We didn't go. But Maddie did. Maddie did go. Yeah, she, she, did. she had, had VIP a, tickets. She had a VIP ticket on the mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. going straight away, mm-hmm. where at the time. I did hear lots of good things about the Sunday. Yes, Maddie said she had an amazing time. She met, she got her, her pass signed by RuPaul. Work. And she met, uh, who did she meet in the end? I think she met Trixie. She met Gothy. Gothy Tank Kendall. Uh, yeah, she met, what was the... I wouldn't brag about that. What was the cis, not the cis queen, the, um, the straight queen? What was his name? It was Scaredy Cat. Scaredy Cat. She met, she but there were loads of American drag queens there as well. Yeah, I can't remember. She sent me a load of photos, but they tend they tended to be... Uh, Bob and Monet were there. Yeah, I don't think she went here. But anyway, um, yeah. So, whatever. I think Bianca was there on the Sunday. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, no, off. yes, no, no. She, she sent me a video Jamie. of Bianca. Yes. Yeah, because, of course, she's just doing Jamie. She's back yeah. doing Jamie. Oh, my God. I want. I really want to go see her again in Jamie. She was so good in Jamie. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. We're, just, we're, just, we're just chatting now. Yeah, no, this um, is... Okay. Um, so, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next month with episode 30. <gasps> Three. Three, zero. My God. Oh, my God. And we will no longer be a member of the EU. I don't want to cling to that. Let's just have a moment. (sighs) Is it like the wind? (sighs) Yeah. Should we have the last little salute? <laughs> I don't know what even that is. The last salute that they do on a poppy day. What's do, it called? Do, 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 do. <laughs> is that American? No, it's English, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. I just went to see a war film as well. I'm sure it's they did British. Do it oh, you're getting me confused now. Anyway, all right. Bye, everybody. We love you. Bye. We love you. <laughs> we'll see you next time. We Bye. won't. Oh. It, it's a podcast. We won't. But take care. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.